Um, so, David, did you see that Tiger Woods got a little honor the other day? It was not just a little honor. Well, it was pretty big deal. The honor of all, all honors, uh, you, what, you could say. It was the Presidential Medal of Freedom. That's like the highest civilian like honor you could ever get. That's a pretty big deal. And there's been a little controversy around it. Why would you say that, David? Well, people were thinking that he like diminishes the awards kind of like meaning Ooh. because he's just a sports guy and why does he deserve it and he's friends with Trump and all these other kinds oh, of things. Oh, snap. Do you like did you follow the tiger like fall from grace, if you will? I, exactly, right? <laughs> I mean, look, but but he's kind of like the comeback story. He is. Yeah, he is right. a comeback story. I mean, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not I'm not, not a golf a, fan in general. I so am not like a golf of, fan, but okay. I have like watched Tiger. You have. I You're really pro I tiger, really have. Huh? Like I was like like what like the last game that he just see, I don't even know much about golf, but do I Do you he, call what, it a game? No, I, like I don't it. think you do. The <laughs> Masters. Yes. But okay. he won it for the fifth time. Like that's a pretty big deal. Like I, know. I was watching it on Sunday afternoon after church and I was like, I can't believe this. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. I just remember him like I remember like didn't his wife like hit his his car with like a bat? And like, because he cheated on his wife. Yeah, and it all went downhill from there. Went, big and then time here he downhill. is back getting the medal of freedom, all the way up to the top. I mean, you can't get any higher. I know it's kind of <laughs> so, crazy. But now we should say that it wasn't just Tiger who's won this award. Like Ellen DeGeneres has won this award. Okay, like so. Like, what's the, the level? The, of what yes. Far? Uh, what did they say? Babe Ruth has Babe also Ruth? won it. Who yes. Else? Yeah. And who was another person who won? Elvis, Elvis Presley. Presley yes. I think. Yeah. Yes. So, so some solid characters. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But it is interesting about Tiger Woods, like, you know, having this moral failure, which maybe kind of leads into what we want to talk about today. What are we talking about today on the Cross Points podcast? Well, we're talking about moral failure. Oh, snap. Dum, dum, dum. Watch out. I mean... It's a big topic. Are you ready to tackle it? I think I'm. I think we're. Are you ready? I was born ready for okay, this, David. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> so you're listening to the Cross Points podcast with Aura and David. Or David and Aura. Well, we're going to get that straightened out. Yeah, feel okay. free to let us know. Mm-hmm. But um, today, we're going to talk about moral fa- failures. And I want you to know again, David, that I did an Instagram you, poll. You are <laughs> loving these polls. I love it. This is so, this is like, this is great. I mean, I was really interested in like what pastors can do for like somebody to feel uncomfortable or comfortable. Like what moral things can they do for somebody to be like, get off the pulpit or. Really, like yes. what's the line in the sand yes. before they want them out? Yes, exactly. Like they can't cross this. Exactly. Oh, I'm so, I'm dying to hear. Are you excited? As, as I should tell our listeners, like we don't talk about this ahead of time. So I'm hearing this for the first time, Yay. just like you. Okay, okay. so let's let's go for so this. I so I started with a couple polls and then in the end I did like a question section, so. Okay, hold it, I gotta interrupt just a second. Yes. These are not just believers. This is across the spectrum, Correct. right? So maybe not, the majority, maybe not believers. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, all right. Yes. Okay. So, first question was, would it bother you if your pastor was a diehard HBO fan? If they were like, "Man, I loved uh, Game of Thrones. I loved Sex in the City. I loved." I tried to do like more of a, like a risque thing that we could measure. Okay. Right. 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 Oh, so interesting. Sexual content was what yes, I was trying to okay. measure. So that what they view on TV. Yes. yes like, is okay. it would it make you feel uncomfortable gotcha. if your pastor like yeah. you think so? Eighty percent said they don't care about the sexual content. Wow. Eighty um, percent. Yes, okay. Which I thought was interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, would it bother you if your pastor drank alcohol? Ooh. Which I feel okay. like most pastors don't drink alcohol. It, well, yeah, I, I don't know. So it was interesting. So what did you get? Ninety-four percent said it's fine if it's they drink totally alcohol. It's totally fine. They don't care at all. I was gonna say I kind of think like the whole drinking thing used to be a bigger deal, like in the eighties. Kind of faded. I, oh, I think it's totally faded. Yeah. Okay. Because I think our culture is faded. Yeah. 
I mean, changed, not faded. Yeah. The, the culture, <laughs> the culture has changed in the sense that I think it's like way more acceptable. Yeah. Well, in our, can in our, our pastors on staff do they sign something to not drink alcohol? No, our pastors do they not can sign anything. Do, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, would it bother you if you you heard your pastor cussing? Ooh. Seventy-five percent said that's fine. Not bothering. Really? Yeah. Wow, interesting. Yeah, that was interesting. That would bother me. And would it bother you if your pastor was divorced and remarried? Okay. 80% said, that's fine. That's fine. They can be divorced and remarried. This was the closest one. Would well, it... I don't feel like you've hit the hit the line in the sand it yet was in your polls. I know. So this was the closest one. Okay. Would it bother you if your lead pastor got divorced while being the lead pastor and didn't step down? Oh, and did not step down yeah, during, was... during the whole process. Yes, got and it. 60% said they, they can do that. 40% said he needs to step down. Wow, that to me that's really shocking. I was really surprised I'm by like, the numbers. I feel wow. like I'm way harsher on the pastor. They'd be like, "Get out of here!" <laughs> you like, are. I know. So okay, or I'll put you on the spot. Yes. What was one of those things? You don't have to tell me all of them. But what yeah. would be one that you'd be like, "No, they've gotta, they've gotta go." I'm not into like a cool pastor. Like I'm yeah. not into one who's like cussing on the pulpit yeah, and like yeah, doing like yeah. I'm not into that. Okay. And I have been to like some churches in Tulsa where like there were the cool pastors. Really? Okay. And I'm I'm not into it. You're I'm like, like, get out of here. Yeah. Just, let's be real. Here. Yeah, I like, I don't know. I don't like it. That's so okay. stuff like that. I'm like, no, I'm yeah. not into it. And I, I definitely would not like if my pastor was getting divorced and I'd be like, get off the pulpit. Yeah, yeah. like, come on. You've got to really focus your life Yeah, you've got too much here. going on this in is, your life. Maybe you can come back up, but you need to like back off for a little good. bit. That's my personal yeah, opinion. Yeah, no, I think yeah. I would agree with you. Too for messy. Sure. Yeah. So then I did a question and answer and I said like, or not a question and answer. I just asked a question and I said like, what would it be for like, just tell, send in things that your pastor would have to do and you you would like personally request them to step down. Oh, good. Okay, so not just your questions, but yes. what they, okay. This is so good. I got a lot of answers. Okay. Um, and some of them involve just breaking the law, which for me, I'm like, well, yeah, if you broke the law, well, like, let's get out of here. Well, let's hope so. But they were some funny ones. So, okay. well, not funny. Well, embezzlement and stealing, okay. you're done. Yeah, that's yes. good. This one's my favorite one. Parked in a handicapped spot without being handicapped. What? Are you kidding <laughs> me? One. That's Get so out of here. that is so random. <laughs> Committing a crime. Okay. Sexual or physical abuse. Yes. So any of those, I'm like right. for sure. Of course. Yes. Okay. So these ones are not breaking the law. Having an affair. That was the most prominent answer yes, of having okay, to get off. For sure. Um, racism or sexism from the pulpit. From the pulpit. Yes. Okay. So if you're spewing that kind of yes. language talk, whatever. Gotta go. Yeah. Okay. Um, lying. Yes. And then Ooh, that's, that's officiating that's a gay marriage. Oh, so, interesting. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, those are okay. some of the responses for what people would be uncomfortable with. Very their interesting. Doing. Hmm. I don't know if you've talking about moral failure and mm -hmm. all of this. I don't know if you've heard about this church um, in Chicago, uh, pastored by well, formerly pastored by Bill Hybels. You know who no, Bill Hybels never heard is? Of him. Okay, so Bill Hybels uh, was the pastor of Willow Creek Church. Okay. Willow Creek Church was like this church that started with like just you know twenty five people in the basement. I mean, I don't know if it was. Okay. Basement, but they yeah. started off with a small, few, church. small church, and it grew to over like twenty five thousand members. Okay, and it just came out over the last year and a half that he had like inappropriate relationships with several women, and mm. he had been accused but refused to step down. And Whoa. right, and said like no. Like Me Too movement kind of issues. Oh, exactly. Okay. Yeah, and re refused to. And then um, one of the papers in Chicago caught hold of all of this. Of course, it's a 20,000 member church, so it's a big Ooh. deal. And they did an investigation, found some people that did interviews, and um, he eventually was pressured to resign, uh, but still maintained his innocence. 
Really? Yeah. Which is it has created a whole bunch of conflict within the church yeah. about the power that a lead pastor has. Mm-hmm. And when that pastor has power and authority, particularly over women or in moral issues, and those pastors fall, then the fallout that comes as a result of that. Yeah. It's a really deal. hard thing for a church to go through. Now, this got so big that the elders were accused of covering up oh snap the Catholic inappropriateness yes exactly yeah. of it and so as a result of that the entire elder board stepped down Mm, good. Of a 25,000 member church. Yeah. And they reinstituted a brand new board, nine different people, men and women okay. on the board that just started this January. Ooh. And now they're taking the church through, okay, all of our processes and what we do. And like how many people left the church? Was it like a big split? You know, it's been hard to find in the news, okay. like how much the church has dropped. So yeah. I really, it, I don't know. Yeah. But, but if it's anything like what we experienced at Full Faith or Cross yes. Points Church, I can only imagine that there's lots and lots of people that were hurt by this. Yeah, that's Because that's one of the things, like with moral failure, it doesn't just hurt that individual in kind of like the Me Too movement, right? Yeah. It's not just uh, an act against one person when you're in a position of authority. Mm-hmm. You're affecting everybody else in the organization. Yeah. You're affecting everybody else in the church. Mm-hmm. And so now we're talking about hundreds or thousands of lives. Yes. Oh, boy, that's intense. So it puts, like, for me as a pastor, it, like, weighs on my heart so much. Like, these moral failures are such a big deal, and we see them happening in churches all over the United States. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about a little bit more about what happened at Full Faith, because I was not a a member at that point. Okay, yeah. And you were on staff. Yeah, I was and on staff. So this is failure. yeah, back in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. So our our um, founding pastor at that point, Ernie Gruen, who um, had written books and was quite um, quite a leader in the charismatic movement in okay. the United States and at large. Okay. And so we were one of the largest mega churches here in Kansas City, and it came out um, through a fax. That he sent through a fax back in the day, the old faxes, right? So he sent a fax to the church and said, I resign. I'm divorcing my wife and I'm moving to Florida with my secretary. I mean, that's the essence of what. So So he wasn't outed. He outed himself. He outed himself and said, I'm out of here. Okay. And he sent, and that was how the staff found out that he was gone. Did like, were you like, this is an April Fool's joke? Like, was anybody like, well, no, no, here's that. I was in Russia at the time. Okay. Because Russia had just kind of opened its doors. And so we, so I came back and stepped off the plane and we were getting information. Again, this we were a huge church, 35, yes. 4,000 members in the church uh, at that point. And I, I was like, this, there's no way, How, what, what is going on? Yeah. And it was like an atomic bomb went off oh, in boy. the church. Just like the, the total effects of everybody. The total effect, because it didn't just affect our staff, it didn't just affect his family, it affected thousands of people here in Kansas City and then yeah. literally people all over the United States. It was horrific. Wow, <clears throat> that's really intense. And then it came out that he didn't just leave with the secretary, but that he had multiple affairs over the really? years. Man. It's hard to grapple with if you think like, man, I thought this guy was legit. Like I thought this guy was like teaching me the ways of Christ. And and that point right there is like so important to talk about. Yeah. Because we so put these pastors on 
pedestals. Mm-hmm. They have all kinds of power. And the and the problem is, is that, you know, it didn't just happen in the 90s. We're still seeing pastors all over the United States that are unfortunately having moral failures mm-hmm. and people are getting hurt and wounded and disillusioned. And it creates a lot of anger and bitterness. I mean, we saw our church drop from like almost 4,000 to 2,000 in like three months time. Wow. I mean, that's 2,000 people just jet because they're like, I thought he was a man of God. Yeah. I thought he was this. And so then the disillusionment comes to be like, well, is any of this real? Mm-hmm. It's all fake. It's hurt. I don't believe it. And you almost are like, how did the staff not know this? How did they like, why did they know? And it was not like, how is that? How is this happening? Then there's you know? big infighting. Yes. Right. With mm-hmm. who's in power and why were these leaders allowing this person to be there? And surely they knew. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and again, we didn't do any kind of official investigation. This was back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, but what came out really surprised the leadership. Okay. Like, like they just really didn't know. Now, a number of our elders stepped down as a result of that. They did. As well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I think for, for some of them, it was a matter of just being hurt. Like they themselves looked to him as like their spiritual father. Yeah. And so they were just as disillusioned as anybody else was. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. What do you think about like a pastor like that? I don't know what he's doing now. Or Ted Haggard, for instance. Yeah, big, another and one. Mm-hmm. Somebody who like then tries to start another church and goes back to it. Yeah. So we had lots of conversations about this, like post, you know, our founding pastor at that point. Like, yeah. okay, because um, several years later, he wanted to actually become the pastor of the church again. He did. He did. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. No, not very many people know this. Oh. Yeah. And so then the leadership grappled with like, you know, theologically, how should we stand on this? Yeah, you that's know, interesting. How is this going to feel with the people in the church who've been hurt and wounded already? Do we want to bring all this back up again? Yeah. But yet we also want to be a people that believes in reconciliation, that reconciliation doesn't just happen with just lay people, right? Mm-hmm. Like you fall, you make mistake, uh, you, what, whatever happens in your own particular life, you know, you sin, you want to have that grace of God in your own life. Well, yes. shouldn't that grace of God extend to leaders as well in positions of influence? Hmm. Then the question is, well, then, okay, yeah, we want to extend reconciliation, but to what degree do they have the ability to come back in their former positions? Yeah, right. Right, because that's a whole different. Not the same thing. There's personal, like, reconciliation between you and the Lord, but then what about the position itself? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we decided, no, that that was not going to be a possibility for him to come back just because of all of the hurt and the damage that had taken place in the church. Yeah. Okay. But does that mean that the gifts and callings that God had placed on him or any other pastor mm-hmm. are those removed? And I I don't know. And I'm going to take a bold stand here and I'm going to say I don't believe so. You don't. No, I really don't. That's really now, interesting. I don't believe that it was good for him to come back and be the pastor, but mm-hmm. I think those gifts and callings are still there. Okay. Like that's the grace of God. That's the God that we believe in. Okay. So here's an example. You brought up Ted Haggard. Like Ted Haggard is pastoring a church today. I, know. I don't know if you knew that. I did. And I go on every once in a while and check on it. Now it, the church is not a mega church. It's not big. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, he preaches in a very different way now than what he did when he was at the height of his power. Okay. And I think it's a more grace-filled message. Okay. And I think it's actually a message as the church should hear more now than what it heard when he mm, had way more influence. That's really interesting. Because he's been humbled. Let me give you a counterpoint okay, here. Okay, yeah. Okay, Moses wasn't allowed in the promised land. He wasn't, he was, was it? it was like he messed up. He mm-hmm. was given He was given a lot of tools. Yep. He even had Aaron to kind of help him out. Absolutely. And then he messed up. Yeah. And it was like, see ya. Yeah, right. 
I know that's Old Testament, but that's God, same God. Yeah, which is where I would have gone. Like, you know, so that's an Old Testament perspective that says, hey, you know, there's no grace and forgiveness in the sense of Jesus's blood really covering over us. Mm-hmm. So I guess then I would push back and say, and I love this, right? So we're yeah. having a little bit of disagreement, <laughs> finally. Let's, let me push back. So then I would say, okay, so is there is there some line that a pastor can sin and still then be allowed to like be back in the pulpit? Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Or, like lead like, pastor is what I'm saying too. It's yeah. not like they're like, hey, I'd love to help out the church in some way. I'd love to do, but being like, I want to get back to the pay, place of a lead pastor. Right. And are you saying you would say no to any lead pastor position forever? I would forever. say no, would like, say no They've made the mistake and so yes. never. I just I don't say no I just don't see God doing it like that. Okay. Now I would say that it would that they'd have there'd have to be a time of humility and repentance and all of those kind of things. Yeah. But and not to just say, Oh, he repented and so now let's put him right back in the pulpit. Yeah. But to be able to say, Hey, no forever, I just I just don't see that. Interesting. I think like um here's Peter, okay. This okay. is maybe a I don't know how this will, but, but but Paul has a conversation with Peter and says, hey, at this point now, it's okay for us to associate with Gentiles. It's yes. okay for us to eat foods that are not clean. Okay. And Peter agrees with this because he goes and sees Cornelius and, and all these Romans come to faith in Christ and Peter has this moment. And then it says, I think it's in Galatians where um, Paul has to confront Peter because Peter has begun to disassociate himself with the Gentiles and he okay. doesn't eat that that unclean food anymore. And mm-hmm. basically he turns his back on those Gentile believers mm-hmm. because he's afraid of what the Jews are going to think of him. Okay. And Paul confronts him to his face and says, what's wrong with you? Okay. Okay. So that's Peter. So, so that's a fa- failing for him at that point. Okay. Peter also failed Jesus by denying Jesus. Mm-hmm. We go back to that point. And Jesus doesn't say, okay, you've fallen, you failed, you denied me three times, and so now you're completely out of ministry. Mm-hmm. I just don't see that. Okay. He's a reconciliation God. Okay. Counterpoint. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. All right. Um, what about the like the well-known notion that teachers are going to be judged harder by Christ? Yeah. Preachers would be judged harder by Christ. Yeah. So wouldn't that judgment then come with a more severe punishment than just allowing them to then be in charge of a flock again? Uh, potentially, or you could look at that from an eternal perspective. Like, is judgment going to be greater for them in the in the in the um, in, in yeah. heaven, so to speak? Yeah. Right in the days to come. Right. I don't know. I mean, would would you be in heaven and still have a severe judgment? Is that well? That's a whole other <laughs> podcast. I don't know. Yeah. That's that's we're talking about rewards in heaven. Yeah. Which that's a whole other issue. Okay. Less rewards. Mm-hmm. Jewels on your crown. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Oh well. Let's go back to David. David as the king of Israel. Mm-hmm. I'm a classic example. Murders has an adult has an affair. He's, he's pretty shady. Pretty shady. But still, God doesn't take him from the from the kingdom. He yes. doesn't remove him from being king. Yeah. He could have. Yes. But he doesn't. Okay. I'm I'm fully agreeing with you that um, that there are there is greater judgment for those in authority. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, wholeheartedly. Yeah. But does God remove the gifts and calling from an individual? Yeah. I just don't. I just don't think so. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, and my vote would be like he doesn't remove the gifts and calling, but he removes the privilege. 
Ooh, interesting. So you can still have a lot of the gifts and callings that you had as a pastor. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you're the lead pastor. Yeah, interesting. I don't know. That's I know. my counterpoint. That's, that's good. I like it. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Yes. Yeah, because maybe they, what, what's the line for their yes, pastor? Yes, please you know? let us know. We're so interested. Comment, send us some messages, and as always, send us um, any questions that you have. You can email us at podcast at crosspointschurch.com. You got it. <laughs> or you can send us a message, and we're happy to answer any of your questions. Or that was really good. I, if I was going to say thank you. That was, I appreciate that. Yeah, good that one. That's good. <laughs> hey, so today we are doing a different Q&A today. If you haven't noticed, David is not sitting next to me right now. We are going to try to get to know the staff members of Cross Points Church a little bit better. That's cool. Yeah, so instead of David's Q&A today, we are meeting with Jen. Cool. And um, we also did this on episode eight with Pastor Andy. We kind of do some quick spitfire questions, some quick uh Quick Q&A rounds going Saw through that. like 30 questions today. He was great at it. I know, I know. he was so, really good. So I have to match up. I know. That's really Pressure's hard. Pressure's on. Yeah. Um, well, a little bit about Jen. She is our lead pastor's assistant, Pastor mm-hmm. David's assistant. Fun fact, she's also Pastor David's sister. I am. Yes. So you've worked for him for like four years? Yep, I have. It's awesome. Yeah. I was a stay-at-home mom for like 17 years. So oh, my goodness. it was like a big change. Yes. But God called me into it. So That's it's really awesome. cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Are you ready to uh, answer some questions? Yeah, I think okay. so. Okay, here we go. <laughs> What's the furthest you've ever been from home? Um, Greece. What temperature do you request your steaks cooked to? Medium rare. What TV show that's on right now do you like to watch? Uh, I think I have two. Like, I really like, um, man, I can't think of the name of the show. Uh, Tell me it's reality TV. It's it's reality TV. Yes. But first of all, Bachelorette. I have to say Bachelorette okay. right now. It's getting ready to come on, so I'm super excited. Yes. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, what's your dream car? Uh, I'm not really a car person at all. Okay. But if I had to pick a car... Um, a car that drives itself. How about that? Like, I I don't have to drive and it would just drive me. That would be really cool. I like that. What was the last picture you took? Um, Yeah, I love geese. This is so stupid. Like, I love geese. And there's these baby geese and I go across the street all the time because there's a pond over there Mm -hmm. and I will just film them and watch them. And they're so cute. (laughs) So I just took that picture yesterday. I was really excited to see them. I love that. They're so cute. Um, What was your favorite movie in the last five years? Um, I really love Les Mis. I don't know if that's five years ago, but if I had another one, I love Crazy Rich Asians. Mm, I love Crazy Rich Asians. I love that movie. It was really good. It It surprised me when I watched it. Good rom-com. Worst boyfriend ever, just putting that out there. He's oh, not yeah, a good boyfriend, yeah. but great rom-com. But, oh my gosh, I love that movie. It was really good. That was really good. Um, if you could make a documentary about anything, what would it be? Yeah, so I think it would be something to do with the church. Like, okay. I love the church, and I love everything about it. I recently went to um, visit my sister, and I was there, and um, there was a church that was like, um, had been sold, and I went in it, and it was like filled with like nudity, like pictures. It was like supposed to be like shocking. Oh, wow! And so for me, I was like, man, that's so sad that all these churches are closing. Mm-hmm. So I think it'd be really cool to go into different churches and like communities and kind of talk about how church is needed and how it changes communities and yeah. not how maybe how people think that they are. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people are against the church, so I think that would be a really cool documentary. That would be a really cool yeah. documentary. Let's get on that. Yeah. Um, what's a trend you'd like to see disappear forever? Oh gosh. Okay. So uh, right now I. I really hate those really chunky like tennis shoes that 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 girls are wearing. Not platform. They're like dad tennis shoes. (laughs) Have you seen them? I hate them. They used to wear them in the nineties. They're like disgusting. Okay, those those have got to (laughs) go. What's the movie you watched and you thought I'm never gonna get that time back? Uh, Recently, I just watched it. Dumbo. (laughs) Okay, I hated it. It was terrible. Don't go see it. Sorry Um, if you liked it. If you were an animal, what would you be? Um, Yeah, I think I'm a cat because I'm curious. Don't they say cats are curious? I don't know. I 
think that's it because I like to play and they're like curious. Maybe. Okay, all right. But, like um, if I could be a cat, it would be Taylor Swift's cat. <laughs> Have you seen them? They're so Celebrity cute. Cats. Like, I, like I love them. That's <laughs> so great. Um, what's your biggest phobia? Um, mice and rats. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you can't, can't be a cat. Even. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, that's true. <laughs> I, yeah, those went back to back. That's kind of true. Yeah. But maybe I'd kill them and I'd be okay I know, with them. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite board game? I hate yeah games. Not a board nope, game. Nope. If it was Tetris, if maybe there was like a board game that played Tetris. Maybe. Okay. I All don't right. know, but I, yeah. I like that. Okay. If you weren't working at church, what job would you um, have right now? Yeah, I I have a lot of them. Can I be like a resort like a host or like go there, go to different resorts and just um, critique them? Ooh, Is this I a like thing? That. Like a secret it's shopper a, yeah, for yeah, 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 yeah. You can just take me there and I'll tell you which one has the better bed, which better food. Did you ever see what this thing? Job. They had like the vacation. Did you ever see this guy? Like in um, Australia, they had like a job for someone to come in and live on this like island. And it was no. like $100,000. No. Dream job. But sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would the title be of your autobiography? Uh, plot twist. Ooh. Yeah. What's one of your pet peeves? Oh, it's another shoe thing. Can I tell you uh, that? Yes. I hate kitten heels. Really? <laughs> I, they're so stupid. Like, why do you have a heel that's this tiny, like wear no heel or a tall heel? Oh, I love they're it. They're so ugly. I love pet peeves. <laughs> um, what's something that always makes you laugh? Um, witty. Like, funny. Okay. If you're witty, yeah. Good comeback. So like, me. Sarca- sarcastic okay. and witty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the first thing you notice about someone when you meet them? Uh, smile. Oh, good. Yeah. What's a celebrity you'd think you'd be friends with in real life? Uh, Jennifer Gardner. Oh my I goodness, love yes, her. I love her too. She, if you don't follow her on social media, you have to. She is so fun she and has a funny. cooking show. She just does it and like she's so relatable. Yes. We would totally be BFFs. I really like her. Yeah. And she's best friends with Reese Witherspoon. Hey, oh, another yeah. girl I like. Yeah. I like it all. Okay. Um, what is a song that's likely to get stuck in your head at any time? Oh, yeah. My son was just singing this song and I've had it in my head for like weeks. It's, do you remember the song? It's Friday, Friday. Oh, yes. <laughs> Oh, yes. That totally gets stuck in my head. I love it. Okay. Uh, and I love it. I mean, I don't love it, but I love it when I sing it. Yeah. What's the chore you hate doing the most? Mm, cooking. Okay. Ugh. What's your favorite kind of toothpaste? Uh, crest. Is it, doesn't everyone love Crest? No, I like Arm & Hammer. Oh, ugh. I don't like that. <laughs> What's the first book you really remember liking? Um, yeah. I'm not like a big... Reader, I was. I mean, I am. I like them. I'm trying to think of what was the book that I. This is gonna sound so cliche, like really. But the Bible, like I remember. No, can you come on? No, I'm serious. No, I'm serious. (laughs) Let me say this. Like the Bible is something that I read, and I was like, oh my gosh, I finally get it. You know how like you read, and then the Bible becomes like. Yeah, you, alive. Alive, mm-hmm. and that was it. So, yeah. I'll, I'll sounds, take it, sorry. I'll take it. All sorry. Right. Who's your favorite superhero? Um, Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah. What record Witty. would you go for in the Guinness Book of World Records? Mm. Pogo stick. Pogo uh, stick, yeah, yeah, please. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> yes. I would be terrible at it, but okay. Hula hooping, maybe, because oh, I'm actually halfway hoop. decent hula hooper. Ooh, let's get, a go- yeah, yeah. let's get that going. Social media, here yeah. we come. Um, what color is your toothbrush? Uh, gray. Great. Oh, um, who's your favorite late night host? Jimmy Fallon. Midden. Um, what did you eat for breakfast this morning? Uh, coffee. <laughs> that is not a meal. <laughs> it's the most important meal of the day. It is. I should, I should really start. Yeah. <laughs> um, what reality TV show do you think you'd actually be good on? Oh, uh, okay. I love. I would have loved to do Amazing Race. Yes, I don't know if they still do it, one. but I really love it. Yeah. Like at the beginning of the seasons, like that was my thing. Would I really wanted David? to do it. I think we could do it. Ooh. I think we could totally do it. Like we would be really good. We work well together. I like it. Um, what's your least favorite beverage? Um, I eh, I don't like tea that much. Tea's all right. It's okay. okay. Yeah. Especially sweet tea. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Whose name should go first on the podcast? Ooh. Aura or David? What if it was just initials? Well, I don't know. I don't know. But maybe everyone else Pleading has said Aura. I'm going to say David. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Thanks for Thank coming. Thank you. That was fun. <laughs>